Welcome to Monsters Out of Context. Now, I still think a devil is gonna make a better neighbor than some angry giant who doesn't understand boundaries. So what you're what you're trying to tell what you're saying is the one with dark vision works at a nightclub. Okay, but like what is a ghoul doing running a restaurant? Yeah, it has a strength of plus five, but it is <laughs> not very smart. Who, who would, would win? win? Monsters out of context episode three. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Well welcome everyone. I'm Abby. And I'm Corso. And this is Monsters Out of Context. Every week, we randomly select two creatures from the Monster Manual, learn a little bit about their stats, where to find them in pop culture, and we pit them against each other as applicants for a random job. And who do we have this week? This week, we're rocking with a Draco Lich and a Cockatrice, and it's going to get weird. That's how it's said? You know what? Cockatrice, Cockatrice, uh, whatever it is, it's not set in stone. (laughs) That's a joke for later. So that's a delayed gratification joke? Yes, it's a del- yeah, it's like a mm, we're going to get to it so it's and gonna you're going to love it. Later. You, you know what? It's pretty funny now, but like just to like you. a small audience. You, you're the audience. <laughs> so, uh last time you went uh you went first. So this week we're going to dive into my monster. I am actually talking about the cockatrice. And uh, this is a very fun, creepy little monster. Now, it is only a one-half challenge rating. I know we bring these up, but if you guys don't know what challenge ratings are, those determine how difficult a monster is to defeat in Dungeons & Dragons with a standard party. Um, I already can't wait for what... Like the end of like what job we're gonna pick? Just the right? difference between our two monsters already. <laughs> the, the difference between their levels. Yeah, this one half, uh, one half level. But don't sell yourself short when it comes to monster levels because things can take a turn for the worst. So with the cockatrice, first off, let's give you a visual. If you don't know what it looks like, I need you to imagine a serpent. Imagine a snake-like creature. Uh, The way it's described is a snake-like creature with a rooster head. But I don't like that as description based on all the photos I watched. I want y'all to imagine a motherfucking raptor with wings and a mohawk, okay? That, that is what we're talking about because it has the crazy, scary raptor talon feet and then it's got these crazy winged arms and then, yeah, it has like a rooster's head. I get it, but it's still a reptilian looking monster. So what about the cockatrice when we're talking stats? Uh, This is sort sort of the thing that you wouldn't suspect much from. Cockatrice has a negative two on strength. It has a negative four on intelligence, a negative three on charisma. This thing, it's not so great. But it does have a plus one on dexterity. So, you know, it's a little, it's a little nimble. It's a cool. quick little monster. But like, what where did it come from? Where are they? So, here's the thing. If you want to understand where you're going to find a cockatrice, these come from actually European lore. But one of the best ways to think about it this way is it's actually very closely related and often confused or confirmed to be just the same as a basilisk. If you guys have seen Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, you know what I'm talking about. That was a giant snake, uh, but it's not, it's more than a snake. A basilisk is this horrendous creature. But the difference, which is funny, when I was looking up the European lore behind a cockatrice, you have 
a rooster that lays an egg that is raised by a toad, later to be said, a serpent, or interchangeable. So if a rooster lays an egg and a toad or a serpent warms and hatches that egg, it is actually now a cockatrice. That but is if weird. you flip it the other way and a serpent lays an egg and then a rooster sits on it, you will birth a basilisk. That is the, that is the idea behind the stories there. Um, but both of those have something in common, and the tip to Harry Potter might have given you a nod. What really makes these creatures so dangerous is that a single bite from a cockatrice has the potential to turn you to stone. Ooh. Wait, okay, so how big are these things? So their size is small monstrosity. So they is- are small which means they are about the size of a halfling or something of the sort, but they are a monstrosity. So they uh, they are just ranked. The monstrosity is about whether it's a you know a beast or a but creature. But it's small. Yes. Because a halfling is so, only like four foot max. Yes, they are small. Uh, they are like they are like an overgrown farm animal that is here to fuck shit up. Uh, <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm an overgrown farm animal here to fuck shit up. <laughs> Moo. Me, from the Midwest. <laughs> Except I'm not that overgrown. I'm small. So what we've got here is a creature that with a single bite, you have to make a you have to make a con save. And if you screw this up, another con save fail and you become petrified for 24 hours. Uh, so terrifying there. And if you are like a regular person in the game and not like an adventurer, that's probably it for you. That's a wrap. That's a game over. Uh, Now, if you take this into the idea of the original cockatrice or the original basilisk, they have a problem that they had to resolve. The cockatrice and the basilisk are actually supposed to turn you to stone with nothing more than a gaze. With a single look at you locking eyes, much like Medusa and the snakes, you are petrified. But making that a little hard to uh, translate, I have a feeling that's why D&D swapped their cockatrice to be a bite attack. And plus it gives you a way to uh, withstand it. Now I know that Medusa has a way that in... Uh, in this realm that she has to operate with sight. But Cockatrice, a single beak bite, two different attempts to save yourself, otherwise SOL. Um, Where you might find them in, like, regular media, I found a couple of quick references for you. One, I already mentioned a basilisk in Harry Potter. That is one thing. Uh, And something they did a slight nod to, I don't know if they, like, did their research... But one of the old ways of dealing with them is if a cockatrice heard the rooster's call, it would die very shortly. Uh, It was just like it couldn't hear a real rooster give a call. So it was not to be found in the daylight. It wasn't going to be there at morning. If it heard it, it would scream and then die is what some of the stuff I was reading said. In the Harry Potter movie, it's like, oh, man. I'm getting effed by this basilisk. What do? And then Fox comes flying in and screeches out. Okay. And it's like, that could have been a nod to that hearing that like screech of a bird is supposed to be a thing. Anyways, 
but some weird, funny moments that they've actually brought a legitimate cockatrice into the, the world. Phineas and Ferb, the movie, uh, apparently had a, they had a monster uh, movie where they brought up an army of monsters. And one of them, because uh, they were just taking monster potions and transforming into a bunch of different monsters. And like the second monster, they take a shot and turn in. They're like, oh, a cockatrice. And it's a crazy, horrifying thing. The second place there, same thing, animated world, My Little Pony, apparently. What? My Little Pony has an episode I was reading that happens in some twisted forest and a cockatrice Cockatrice is just out and about, and apparently one of the pony characters straight looks it in the face, but they modified the My Little Pony ones to not be as horrifying. They had like a dragon body and a chicken head so that it was easy for kids to understand. So it was a chicken head and a dragon body, and it looks at one of the My Little Pony characters and just petrifies them. And yeah, so like I, I they resolve it and the whatever moves on, but... Uh, those are those are some places you might have what, seen one. What happened? Or you I never could watched My Little Ponies, and I, I, just, I couldn't I tell you. I don't get it. <laughs> Not your thing. Now, here's uh. So yeah, that that's my info on the the cockatrice, and that's what we're looking at uh, here. Why don't you flip us over, take us down that Draco Lich? All right. So picture a dragon. That is just a skeleton. <laughs> Draco Lich. That's it. That's my time. No. Um, so <laughs> a Draco you, Lich is like, it's a lich, but it's a dragon. It's a fucking dragon that decides it wants to be a lich. And then a group of mages or cultists help it become a lich because that's a hard process. Um, okay. And the dragon yeah, yeah, yeah. has to do it willingly. Otherwise, it won't work. It also has to be an old dragon. Young dragons can't do it. For whatever reason. And so what happens is the dragon drinks something and it dies. And then they attach its soul to a gem. And then its flesh goes away. And then it's a giant skeleton. And they, and they put the gem like back in the... Um, I think so. I okay. think it, or the gem just has to like be around. Yeah. the If the gem comes into contact. Ooh, yeah, so the, actually if the gym comes into contact with another corpse, the dragon's soul will take over that corpse. So it doesn't have to stay in the same body, but it always stays with the gym. Okay. Which is So it could jump from corpse to corpse. Apparently. Ooh, that you know what? This is a question that we'll dive into later, but I immediately want to know research-wise, can the corpse not be a dragon's corpse? Could you have a human skeleton that got the gem of a Draco Lich put to it, and there's a dragon chilling in a dude's old body. Like, I've got so many ideas now, but that's cool. I mean, it doesn't look like it says that couldn't happen. Okay. So tell me about some stats on that Draco Lich. What are some um, stuff that I ought to watch so out it's for huge. if I'm... Okay. It's a dragon. So it's a big boy. Yeah, and it absolutely. it keeps everything. Like, it keeps All its... All skills? Um, it definitely keeps its type and its breath weapon. I okay. think. Let me verify that. Um, anyway, so it basically is a dragon, but just undead. And um, it's got a challenge rating of 17. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, just like your, your, your everyday grocery store, you know, villain. Um, and it's got terrible decks, but is pretty well built everywhere else. 
Okay. It's so got a plus zero to dex. Great. It's strong. The next lowest thing is wisdom, but that's a plus two. Okay. So it is... So probably because of that, like, mummification or that zombification, it loses some of its dexterity, but it is undead. It's super powerful now. Um, okay, excellent. Now, where would we find something like this in, like, regular life? If people who don't know D&D, don't know the Monster Manual, where would they look something like this up, story-wise? Well, I mean, dragons are pretty prevalent in a lot of mythology. Um, I did find one dragon in um nordic mythology uh Nidog. it translates to curse striker or he who strikes with malice and it's this dragon who's like chewing Sick. at the tree of life um and like oversees the realm of the undead not exactly the same thing like a draco lich is a pretty like because a lich is just um yeah it's just a very magical undead pure yeah. magic being but I'm sorry, did you say chewing at the tree of life? Yeah, so there's like a tree. I didn't dig too deep into it because we don't yeah, have no, that. I... But like there's a tree that holds the nine realms of the world. And Nidog sits at the bottom of it and chews at the roots. And also huh. chews the corpse of evil people. Like. Wild. Yeah. Terrifying. Wild. <laughs> um, and Nidog has a major role in Ragnarok. Ooh. Obviously. Yeah, 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 and yeah. that's all that I got on that. Okay. So imagine a skeleton dragon of any form. I'm trying to think of where like a skeletal. Oh, you know what? I'll give you one that I can think of that people might, you know, also know. Because um, I was like, where is a skeletal dragon? I swear I've had some of these moments I've seen. Um, I, now I'm thinking Digimon. I'm thinking Skull Greymon. Like, <laughs> he's a giant skull also, dragon. Like, so when I was trying to look up, like, dragons and stuff, like, the ghost dragon Pokemon kept popping up. But that's not the same thing. Yeah. Um, but. It, it's literally yeah. all you got to do is, and I don't, I would be very interested in meeting someone who had never heard of a dragon. But you True. just imagine a dragon, but it's but a dead. skeleton. Is <laughs> a creepy bone skeleton. Okay. So. These two are wildly different. We have a one-half challenge rating versus a 17 challenge rating. But remember, folks, we're not pitting them against each other in physical combat. No, we are going to give these two a job application. Like true capitalists. Like true capitalists. It doesn't matter how strong you are. Um, We are here to determine who is the best fit. And very easily, that Draco Lich could be overqualified. So cool. I'm looking it up. While Abby's checking that out, um, keep in mind, we are monsters out of context. So like I said, we take monsters out of context, have some fun, and pit them against each other. Last week, we had a real fun episode with the uh, centaurs and the hydras. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that. But Abby, you got a good one for us? Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which one would be a better boss? (laughs) like which one do you want to be in charge of you okay 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 which one would be a better boss hmm Hmm, hmm, hmm. now i do like to try and make these a little more um a little more like down to something specific so why don't we make it so right now we're we're doing this streaming and we're live and we're making a podcast out of it 
Who would be a better podcast boss for us? I know. So let's start off. I went first with the cockatrice, so let's talk about it. Cockatrice, what are some pros? Because I like to start with pros. No early mornings. No early mornings. Probably only late nights. (laughs) Okay, that's great. Late nights. Um, and I'm down with that. I'm super stoked to have, uh, you know, a cockatrice as a boss then. Um, you can't look at it. Okay. But that depends. If we go by the monster manual cockatrice, you can, you just can't get bit. Can they they talk? They smart enough? Um, nah, they've got dark vision and no language skills. So nope. All right. Which, which is probably a problem when it comes to like, because if they're the boss, they're the one who decides, like, where we spend our marketing like in, or what we do. I feel like in any employment situation, having a boss that can't talk is probably not. <laughs> that's a, a con. That's We've a con. moved on to cons. Very um, quickly. Oops. Um, are there other pros? <laughs> so damn, I will say you know. I'm pretty sold on, like, if it's no early mornings, let's go. That's a That's a pretty solid. But I do get up early and it's okay with me, so... Well, that's a personal choice. That is okay. So, what about the what about the Draco Lich? What are some pros there? Um, I will admit, all the magic powers and being super ancient, probably some business savvy knowledge. Probably. And like, if not, they at least know how to get it. And also, they can talk. Like, yeah. we might need to learn Draconic, or they, oh, they can may speak already... common. Yeah. Cool. So they can talk. Uh, and boss wise, I think I think working for a dragon, that's the thing. That's a big deal. Cons though, they are an undead lich. Yeah. That is a con, because what is their what is their alignment as per the book? Lawful evil. So, I killer mean, businessman. Mob boss. Yeah, but like, hear me out. They're a killer capitalist, literally. Every capitalist is a killer capitalist. That's fair. But this is a killer dragon capitalist. People wondered where this podcast stood on capitalism. (laughs) So we have a a killer capitalist who's lawful evil. Um, A cockatrice is unaligned because they're just a fucking rooster with superpowers. They're the late night rooster. Like a cockatrice and a rooster is like the difference between like when we've done ourselves up and makeup and we're all geared up in a suit, that's the rooster. At the end of the event where you're tearing it all off and you're crying because everything went, that's the cockatrice. Like <laughs> the real you versus, okay, that's maybe a pro because a cockatrice is as real as it gets. Where, so I was thinking as a con for the Draco Lich, they can't really be charmed. So there's no like, if you're facing um, like your employee review, um, your performance review. That's the word for it. <laughs> yeah. um, there's no like, we work you can't regular jobs, cookies. don't we? Um, <laughs> um, you can't bake them some cookies to get a and better like, performance review. Like, or, okay, for you know, sure. That is that is an important. Also, aspect. can't poison them. So yeah, I could poison the cockatrice. I could definitely do that. Not that you, I'm advocating for poisoning your boss, but like if for yeah, some reason for legal purposes, we to, never said that. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also can't be frightened or paralyzed. 
Okay, but uh, now you're getting that. back into now you're getting back into cons or back into pros because if they can't be frightened, they're the type of boss that's like, I don't care what the stocks look like. We're gonna ride this out, people. We are gonna come out on top. Also, you're all working weekends now because it's a sort of slavery. So they can't be frightened, but they have a frightful presence. Oh, okay, great. So it's terrifying when so we're So it probably work. wouldn't be a great work environment. Okay, that's a con. That's a definite con. That's fair. Also, we would probably definitely be like low management if that. Because I feel like upper management is definitely going to be all the people that turned them into a Draco Lich. You know what I mean? Like we don't. Definitely. We don't amount to that. We're the podcasters. You know? <laughs> like, also, I'm trying to imagine a Draco Lich running like a podcast oh. network. Also, they don't need air. F- they're undead, so they don't need air, food, drink, or sleep. So would they be able to have like? Would they be able to allow you to have work-life balance, or would they have? They would probably have poor boundaries. Yeah, you know what? Okay, this is like These the are stupid. All cons. I can't. The stupid bird that can't talk and turns things to stone that it pecks. Like it's sounding a lot like. I can give him some bird seed or some like chopped up meat and probably be fine. The Draco Lich is like a. But if you're looking for world domination. I, I mean, okay, okay. All right, you got you to gotta lose some to lose some. I hear you. But, where are we? We need to like. We need to wrap this up. You're oh, right. Okay. So this is. I need is, to pick this next is, week's. You need to pick next week's and I need to discuss uh, this moment. So we're picking next week's monsters. But first, hang on, Abby. We need to make our decision. Who are we as our podcasting selves going to select as our boss? They're oh, interviewing. Definitely the cockatrice. No early mornings. <laughs> Very easy to like overcome and ignore. I feel um, like you could just shut him in a like just shut him out of your office. Exactly. You know? <laughs> he's not getting like, in. What's he gonna do? He can't talk to you either, so he can't tell us what to do. And he's a negative two strength, so he's just pecking at the damn door. So obviously, I don't know okay. why that was a question. I I, I give I'm you that. I'm not gonna work for no Draco Lich. <sighs> Shoot, I feel like I've worked for Draco Liches before. I told you, capitalist. Yeah, it's not It's not fun. It's not great. Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I am trying to think. I am trying to think. How's that going for you? Do I want the Draco Lich or the... Gosh, I just... But I feel like... Oh, okay, as a podcaster, I think I would go with the cockatrice. I think that's yeah, like... Yeah, you would. Cause it feels like that. It feels like BoJack Horseman, where he's got like Patton Oswalt's character as the penguin, who's like, "Please, just could you get us another?" Like it's just like this dopey character that's like, "I really, we had to cut the lights." That's what a cockatrice feels like to me. Is the character if it could speak would be like, "Hey guys, I accidentally killed another guy, so we're out another fifty grand in lawsuits." Like. Where the Draco Lich feels very much like I could wear suit and tie and whatnot, but also, I am disposable. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a vote cockatrice on this one. So Ooh. yeah, that's my vote. So okay. what are next week's monsters? Okay. So next week's monsters are the Kobold and the Sawagin, which if people listen to episode one, I mentioned briefly in relation to the Dragon Turtle. Oh, um, right. Yeah. The Sawagan. So, okay, cool. So we got the Cobalt and the Sawagan. Um, take your pick. I want the Sawagan. 
Okay, cool. I'll be talking about the kobolds, which is great. I love that. <laughs> uh, so I love I love this like <laughs> weird like combination. Oh man, I can't wait to find out what those two and they're they're probably not too far off challenge rating wise. So now it's like where are they going to be hanging out uh, job application wise? Well, all right, everybody, you heard it. Next week, we're going to be back with the Kobold and the Swagin. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed today. And uh, be sure to follow us. Check us out. Uh, go to the website and see all the stuff we have going on. I'll have a commercial in here for you. And, uh, yeah, I'm Corso. I'm Abby. And this has been Monsters, Monsters Out, Out of Context. Context. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>